Welcome to episode three of The Pink Spoon. Once again, a short form podcast, 10 minutes or less. I just venting, getting stuff off my chest. I want to thank everybody for checking out the first two episodes. Now look, I know there's literally hundreds of views. Is it a bruise on the ego? You betcha. But we're starting from scratch. You got to start from somewhere. And I guarantee you, we're going to build upon this. So thank you guys very much for your kind words. Rating, reviewing, subscribing. I'm reading all the comments. I definitely appreciate it. That being said, look, let's get to work. I don't got time for this because we got, we got 10 minutes or less to get through this. Okay, guys? Now, I'm sure you guys saw in the news, The View. The women of The View had Kamala Harris on the program. Two of the hosts were excused from the set because they tested positive for COVID. And later during the taping, uh, Joy Behar was removed from the set for testing negative for comedy. Hello. Uh, it turns out that the two women that were removed from the set uh, tested positive for COVID, but the following day it was determined that they were false positives, and I believe that should be the new name of the show, false positives. Um, COVID obviously not going anywhere anytime soon, and it's interesting because I moved my family from Los Angeles to Tennessee, and it's interesting because here in Tennessee, I got young kids. They're 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 young. They're eating stuff. They're putting stuff in their you know little toys and things and eating things they shouldn't be eating, right? And so they got tummy problems. They got tummy bubbles. And every now and then they get a case of diarrhea. And it's interesting because here in Tennessee, when a child gets diarrhea, it's called diarrhea. When a child gets diarrhea in Los Angeles, it's called COVID. Yellow, false positive. It's callback. Anyways, moving on. Um, yeah, COVID spreading in Saudi Arabia, so much so that a man, a Saudi man, was um, arrested for stealing hand sanitizer. But I guess he won't be needing that anymore. Okay. Um, this just came out, a health study that says overweight people are less likely to contract certain diseases. And I would assume that those are sexually transmitted diseases. <laughs> Sorry. I'm laughing at my own jokes. Okay. Um... I don't know if you guys saw this, but uh, Amazon is seeking approval from the federal government to be allowed to deliver packages via drones. And I think that's pretty exciting, especially here in Tennessee. It'd be really exciting because that would be called skeet shooting with prizes. Um, now, I did move here recently from Los Angeles, California to Nashville, Tennessee, and you know, people say, why, why, why would you do that? You know, it's always the first question. Why did you move? Well, I, to be completely honest with you, uh, we did it for our children. We did it for our kids because my daughter is nine years old. And my wife and I always said we wanted to move our, especially our eldest, uh, nine and, and six, out of Los Angeles before junior high school. Because my line was, I always don't want my daughter to know what cocaine is before she's 10. Uh, and now we live in Nashville, and now she's going to know what meth is before she's nine. So it's pretty exciting. Good trade-off. Um, look, we did it for our family, for sure. We did it for the family. But I also did it because, ideologically, I don't like being in an area where it's just one opinion, do or die. Everybody's drinking the Kool-Aid. I really like being here in Nashville because there is there's uh, an appreciation or respect of thoughts. So I like sitting and having conversations about someone who's ardently left or ardently right, but because there's confluence of opinions within downtown and out in the suburbs, 
there's a healthy respect between the two. So you'll see people that are fully vaccinated and people that are fully, it's like, great. People that aren't vaccinated, it's like, great. I mean, yeah, you're gonna see things on the news, but everyday people going into Walmart or Target or go grocery shopping, there's none of that stuff. So I think like when I was back in Los Angeles walking up and down the streets a few months ago, if I didn't have a mask on, I got chewed out one time three times within a mile walk. You know, put your mask on, put your mask on. And I, I just, I, that's a big part of it. I'll tell you, another thing is living in Nashville and living in Los Angeles, people, friends, colleagues, acquaintances you run into, they're always like, what's it like? What's it like? So here in Nashville, people are like, what's it like living in Los Angeles? I'm like, what's it like living in Los Angeles? Well, I'll tell you. You ever get stuck at the airport, maybe there's bad weather, mechanical issues, as the airlines like to say, and uh, you're just sitting there. You got time to kill. So it's like, you know, I don't want a little hungry. I'll go get a burger. And a burger's like 17 bucks. You're like, what the hell is going on? Then you're like, you know, I'm going to wash this down with a beer. I'll get a beer, $15. And you go get some M&Ms. It's like six bucks for M&Ms. You're just sitting there going, why is everything so damn expensive? And then you realize, oh, you're at the airport. Well, that's what it's like living in Los Angeles. Everything you pay for is just that much more expensive. And then I go to LA and visit my friends, and they're like, what's it like living in Nashville? I'm like, you ever go drinking at a VFW? I mean, that's pretty much what it's like. I mean, everything is pretty normal. It's cheap. Um, I wouldn't say it's like, <laughs> you know, you're not in a third world country, but it's like reasonable. There's not like a gas tax where you fill her up and you're near the century mark and you're like, what is going on? I could have paid my cable bill with me driving back and forth all over the place. So that's kind of like why I, you know, look, you want to do it for your family. You want to do it for, you know, financial reasons, but there's the ideology comfortability that comes into it as well. Like I don't mind getting opinions on the world from somebody who drives a pickup truck with, you know, a nutsack hanging from it, as much as I do from the 28th BMW I'm seeing on the 405. So I appreciate the confluence of thought. I definitely think that that's a big part of my comedy recently, where I don't mind dinging people on the left. I don't mind dinging people on the right. And look, if you want to, if you want to watch jokes about people on the right getting dinged, you're in luck. Because all of late night, all political satire, anything coming out of Hollywood is all geared towards dumping on the right. And now I guess you got Greg Gutfeld, and that's pretty much it. I, I would say Dennis Miller, but it's pretty scant. So when I'm on the road, I definitely hit both sides. I have a new hour special coming out. I'm so proud of it. I've worked really, really hard over the last four years on this thing. I didn't want to rush into this new hour. Um, this will be my fifth, and I'm very excited about it. And the biggest compliment I've gotten from people that I respect and friends and colleagues and people in the industry, people that work at comedy clubs, is politically, they always say, you're very ambiguous. I don't know if you are left or if you are right. And I'm that I wear as a badge of honor because to be completely honest with you folks, I'm neither. I've gotten to a point where I am absolutely disenfranchised with government, with the left, with the right. There is ideology I have where I appreciate on this side and that side, but for the most part, I feel as a comic, I don't want to jump in with the 10,000 other comedians that are all doing the same jokes, dumping on the right. I'd rather be somebody that kind of just 
is an outlier and does his own thing or her thing. And I certainly am going to do that uh, over the course of this podcast, over the course of my material, over the next few years. And I just want to say this before we're wrapping up because we're getting to that minute and a half mark. Thank you guys so much for listening to The Pink Spoon, short form podcast. I'm reading all the comments. I'm seeing the constructive criticism. I definitely appreciate it. Look, I'm starting off, I'm getting a few hundred views. It's only going to escalate. I got another podcast I'm going to announce here very shortly. I'm starting from the ground up, but it's all starting here in Nashville, and I'm very excited about everything that's going on here. So thank you guys for your support. If you like this podcast, rate, review, subscribe. If you like me, you like my stand-up, you you love the podcast, please share it. Tell your friends, spread the gospel, and I definitely appreciate it. All right, guys, here's some tour dates coming up. This weekend, I will be at the Dana Beach Improv. It just opened in Dana Beach, Florida, October 15th through 16th, Villa Hoya Comedy Store, um, October 22 and 23, one of my favorite clubs in the country, the Irvine Improv, Rhythm City Casino in uh, Davenport, Iowa, October 28th, October 30th, Shim, Shimcat Motor Company, uh, <laughs> I think that's a, that's a comedy club, uh, Fort Dodge, Iowa, October 30th. I'll be at the Comedy Shop November 5th in Jim Thorpe, Pennsylvania. I wonder who that's named after. And then I'll be at the Bray Improv November 11th through the 19th. Uh, Bray Improv, very excited to get back there. And then post-Thanksgiving, I will be at McCurdy's Comedy Club in Sarasota, Florida. Improv Ontario, first week of December. On and on and on. I'll tell you guys some more dates later. But um, I'm very excited to get back to the Bray Improv because the Bray Improv is where... We filmed the opening act. If you haven't seen it yet, renter, get it, own it. It's three bucks on Amazon, guys. It's cheaper than a Happy Meal. This is one of the best films of stand-up comedy, if not the best stand-up comedy film you'll ever see in your life. Trust me on that. Thank you guys for listening. We crossed the finish line together. Third episode of The Pink Spoon. Lots of love, and I appreciate it. And I hope for you diehard listeners and watchers, I worked on the autofocus. So it's all set now, okay? So I am reading everything, and these are getting better. So thank you guys very much. Lots of love, and Godspeed.